This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. I'm feeling powerful today, baby. It's Wednesday. It's the middle of the week. Week 10 in the books. We're turning the page. Week 11 right on the horizon. One more sleep until we get Falcons Patriots, baby, to kick off week 11. Super, Super Bowl, Bowl rematch. 51. Oh, rematch? yeah. I don't know. I'm so bad at like what year. Ever what since they number changed the, Super Bowl the logos is. to just the same thing every year, it's been impossible to keep track of it. Impossible. And I just Impossible. remember. I just remember. I was in a that year removed from college yeah. and was incredibly drunk watching the Falcons blow that 28 to three lead against the Patriots. Yeah. And My roommate was from uh, from Boston. It sucked. Made you extra mad because the Steelers were one game away from that game themselves. One that Le'Veon year. Bell groin injury uh, away. Was it Chris Hogan too that caught a deep ball in that Chris game? Chris Hogan for the had a big game that week. Always Chris Hogan. Always a deep ball against the Steelers. And then Sammy Coates dropping our deep ball. You know who got a deep ball that game? It was in garbage time, though. Kobe Hamilton. Kobe Hamilton. Shouts to Kobe Hamilton. Oh, Sammy Coates and Kobe Hamilton were the big-time plays in the game when we had A.B. and should have had Leif Bell. I digress, though. But time for our power rankings as we head into Week 11. It's crazy. A ton of spice. A ton. This is honestly a futile exercise this year doing power rankings because they're all over the place. It's Not, changed almost everything. Nothing makes sense in the NFL. It's it's the most upside down this league has been in a long time. We're 10 weeks in, and everybody has at least two losses. There's not a single one-loss team in the, in the league. Anymore. Yeah, in Mike Tomlin's press conference yesterday, Aditi Kingabala pointed out that through Week 11, there has never been this many four-win and five-win teams in NFL history. It's crazy. This is what the league wants. The parity that the league wants is a bunch of average teams, not three great teams and a lot of bad teams. They want everybody to kind of be in the middle of the road. Even kill, yeah. That's exactly what they're getting. Let's kick things off here with my number 10 yeah, team in the Week 11 Power Rankings. This team came off of one of the most embarrassing losses of the season uh, last week. I think I got the same number 10 team. But everybody else lost a lot of games too. So, so you can't knock them down that far. I got the Ravens so sitting at number 10, just start cracking the top 10. Like I said, that was an abysmal effort against the Dolphins. That was a total... Lamar Jackson MVP showcase type of game. Going into it, you thought the Ravens would win by three touchdowns. Lamar would put up numbers. He'd really solidify himself to get the MVP award for the second time in his career. But instead, the Dolphins may have shown a blueprint on how to slow him down. Had a lot of struggles throughout that football game for Lamar and the Ravens offense. And the Dolphins defense, who was really good last year, and a team that was 10-6 and last year, but just has been terrible so far this year, finally started to look more like that 10-6 team mm-hmm. against the Ravens on Thursday night, especially defensively. And I know Minka said on the morning show after that game, you know, we, we, we watched and we saw some of the things the Dolphins did against Lamar. So well, there's might... been no team who's been consistently as good against Lamar as the Steelers. So maybe they'll take a little playbook uh, out of the page. Brian Flor- page out of the Brian Flores playbook for that defense that he called, but... We're talking about the Ravens anyway, and they're still my favorite, I think, to win the AFC North. It's an incredibly crowded AFC North, though. I think I don't know who's going to win the AFC. All four teams can yeah. still win the AFC North, I think. But I do still see the Ravens as my front runner. They have six wins. They're the only team in the division that has six wins right now. Number 10 for both of us, the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, and I'd like to point out, Tom, that earlier in the season when the Ravens 
went to Detroit to face off the Ly- against the Lions, we had said John Harbaugh doesn't blows do teams what out. Mike yeah. Tomlin. No, no, no. Doesn't do what Mike Tomlin does. Mike Tomlin plays these lesser teams a lot closer than any other coach. Right. Harbaugh John blows Harbaugh them out. blows them out. Yeah. And it took a 66-yard field goal against or by Justin Tucker to beat the Lions, and they lost against the Dolphins, something that is very uncharacteristic of the Ravens. So definitely gives you and I both a reason to knock them all the way down to number 10. I think I had them either right at number 10, maybe number 9, if not number 11 last week. You had them much higher last week. I think you had them like top 5 last I did. week. And they probably would have been close to number one if they had just taken care of and business against the Dolphins. Because so many other teams did not. Yeah, but alas, they're at number 10, and they go to Chicago to face the Bears for their Week 11 matchup. Better take care of business that way. Bears are tricky, too, because Fields is getting better. Like, is. Fields is getting better and better and better and better getting... and better, mm-hmm. and the Steelers caught a glimpse of that on their Monday night game. Fields had his best performance in that game against Pittsburgh, and he got to take that into the bye week now. So mm-hmm. he's got a little extra time to prepare for Baltimore. And that defense, too, now gets to watch that, that Dolphins, Dolphins film, film yeah. for two weeks. Number nine for myself in Week 11 Power Rankings is a team that, interestingly enough, was crowned the Super Bowl champions just earlier this week after all the moves they made. But I got the Los Angeles Rams wow, falling down to number nine. Whoa. Two straight losses, man. And Yes, they also fell for me, but not as far. And you got dog-walked by the Niners. Like It's not just like the Niners back against their wall, game-winning field goal, last second, oh, hold your breath, beautiful Monday night football game. No, they got crushed from start to finish. I mean... Stafford has looked like Detroit Lions Matt Stafford the past couple weeks. That that's the one thing I think that everybody is overlooking in all of this. And our boy Kyle Brand on Good Morning Football had a phenomenal rant about <laughs> the LA Rams yesterday where it was all about Twitter and there's not enough hitters. And that was beautifully done. And and if you have a chance, go to his Twitter page, Kyle Brandt, uh, and he posted the clip of it, but you know, they're all about the, we got Von Miller, we got OBJ, we're the Monstars, we're the best team. But Matt Stafford's not been in a lot of big games in his career. Mm-hmm. And, and everybody is so quick to say, oh, it was the Lions. The Lions was the reason why Stafford did that. It was all Lions' fault. Like, Stafford's got to have a little bit of the blame in that, too. I mean, you've seen sure. quarterbacks come into sorry franchises and jumpstart them into good franchises for 10, 12 years. I think Joe Burrow's doing that in Cincinnati right now. I think Trevor Lawrence has a chance still to do that in Jacksonville right now. Sure. So you got to put a little bit in the Matt Stafford column for blame. And I think people just see how naturally gifted he is and think, oh, now that he's on a real team with a real coach, it's game over. Lock it up, throw away the key Super Bowl champions. Stafford could be the reason why they're held back. And I think the past couple weeks he's been the reason they've been held back. Some dumb throws he's been playing that really the deep ball to obj to start yeah, that game, i don't know what that pass ill-advised was. and then he followed it up with maybe an even worse pass that the niners took mm-hmm. back to the house for a touchdown so he spotted the defense 14 points right away or the other team 14 points right away coming off of a game in which his post-game press conference he said i spotted the team 14 points i can't do that like and did he did an exact same thing the next week so i love the rams talent I think they are definitely in the Super Bowl contender category, but I think Stafford is a huge question mark that's only getting bigger as we get deeper into the season and the games get bigger and bigger, something he's not familiar with at all. Yeah, I, it's just unfortunate to see because 
this team has every reason to be the best team in the NFL, and they're just not playing it. Still could be. Playing like I mean, it. still could be. Yeah, I mean, let's, let's see what they do in the playoffs. And they got a bye this week, too, so that's hit the reset button time a little to, bit. Yeah, yeah, get your rest and, and, and reassess. My number nine team, the two-time defending AFC champions, the Kansas City Welcome Chiefs. Welcome back. Welcome back into the top ten, and I think it's rightfully earned. And I think it's here to stay. I think so, too. I don't think you'll see them fall out of the top ten from now on. But, you know, Tom, we said as the first couple of weeks went on, we kept watching them drop and drop, and we said every week, they're not going to go much farther than this. It's impossible to see them get worse. And they got so bad to the point where they were out of your power rankings. I think they were for a longer period of time than mine, but they were out of both of ours for a short period of time. But now they are back. For me, they can only be as good as number nine just because they just got here, right? I mean, I know over the last three years, Patrick Mahomes has been the best quarterback in the NFL. However, this season, it's it's about the weekly power rankings, and right now, they, they just got their their stripes back, so I'm putting them at number nine. At number eight for me, I'm going with the defending Super Bowl champions. I'm putting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers down at number eight. They haven't won a game in three weeks, lost two straight, and had a bye week in the middle of those two losses. Uh, Brady hasn't played well in those two games. He's thrown some interceptions in both of those football games. The Saints game, he had the typical Tom Brady, got so much to go, they're down by two, get him into field goal range, walk off with a win classic Brady stealing one away from Trevor Simeon and the Saints but he throws a pick six almost immediately and then against the Washington football team he had his moments where he was Tom Brady the goat and put up a lot of yardage and furiously let a comeback but he also turned the ball over as well against Washington and you got to give credit to Taylor Heineke who is he the quarterback that's played Brady the best in the past 365 days? He almost beat him in the playoffs, and then he playoffs, beat him in this game. So henneke has got a little thing going I against mean, they Brady. Gotta, they got to hope he is because they. I think the Washington football team came out and made the announcement that Fitzpatrick's Patrick's done for the year. Yeah. Returning. So I don't. I mean, they're not going to make a playoff push. In I, my honestly, eyes, especially I, after losing Chase Young, he wasn't even having that great of a season. I think he only had one and a half sacks going into that game against the Bucks. But still, you're not going to win. You're not going to win your division, and you're certainly not going to win a wild card uh, spot this year. No, I don't think so. I think they're done. But big win for them against the Buccaneers. Absolutely. That, that's, that's at least one that you can give your fans, and it's like, hey, our, yeah. our season sucked, but we beat Brady. You know what I mean? That, and it, it was always at, feels good. And it was at home, too, so you could be like, you hey, that, to, that Sunday when it. we went yeah. there was great. Like, we had a great time in that November Sunday. So good win for Washington, but I got Tampa Bay falling down to number eight mm. after losing two straight games. My number eight team, I feel like you have them a lot higher than I do. But, again, they've been getting back to this position. Now I'm comfortable putting them, but I'm not going to put them too high because it's the first time they've cracked my top ten, the New England Patriots. Number eight. I have them at number seven. At okay. right in front. A walloping of the of the Cleveland Browns. So we can we can talk about them together since you uh are gonna talk about them next. Just the Browns come out and they score the first touchdown on fourth and goal, let alone. I mean, big gutsy play call by Kevin Stefanski to say, I need to get significant points on the board in order to beat this team and then they got it. I don't know if anybody scripts an opening drive as well as Kevin Stefanski. They're really good on their first drives, and then and not then, good at all after that. And then, well, that's because old Bill's over there is, oh, they're doing this, they're doing this. Let's put this guy here, put that guy here. Baker's going to have no clue what to do. And then Bill Belichick just 
explodes on him offensively and defensively. The final score of that game is 45-7. to Mac Jones was 19 for 23, and he was throwing the ball downfield going 19 for 23, something he hadn't been doing in recent weeks. So, so he's getting better. I've been asked by you a lot, aren't you pissed Yes, that the the ra- or the the Patriots found a guy that's the quickly. reigning dynasty. And I yes. was I was hesitant to say yes, just because I thought, well, he's having a decent year. I don't think they're winning because of him right now. After this week, I'm pissed. Listen, it's not after all- this week, and you and you blow out a playoff team that was twelve and four last year, forty five to seven. I am I'm livid. I don't think you have a better coach team than the Patriots in the NFL right now. And that's an extension of Belichick to his staff as well. Patricia back on that defense where I think he belongs. You know, I think Patricia is just a defensive guy. And it's both Patricia and Josh McDaniels have tried to go elsewhere, coach their own teams. It doesn't work. And Stephen Belichick, his son, has been taking a bigger role on with that defensive side of things as well. So... Uh, and then it's it's Bill at the top too, but you know they they get a guy in the sixth round and Tom Brady. They develop him perfectly. Uh, you got to remember Brady when they won their first Super Bowl, he threw one touchdown pass in that entire playoff run. I mean the team was surrounded around game management, running the football, easy passes, Good winning defense. with defense. Kind of the same blueprint they're putting in place with Mac Jones right now. Except for the fact that he can throw the ball really well. He can throw. Well, so could Brady, but it's just they're protecting him mm-hmm. and that. So they do a great job of developing the sixth-round pick into what eventually became the GOAT. And now they have a first-round pick in Mac Jones. And the development that you're seeing, and you got to give McDaniels a ton of credit here too, is far and away better than the development you're seeing out of the Bears with Fields, out of the Jags mm-hmm. with uh, Trevor Lawrence. Zach even, Wilson isn't even getting started. Even out of teams like the Dolphins with Tua, you know, Sam Darnold with the Jets and the Panthers. Like, Do I think that the players themselves have some blame for that, especially Darnold? I do. But I think the coaching staff has a little bit to do with that, too. And if Mac Jones, say, gets drafted by the Bears instead of Justin Fields, I think Fields is doing this in New England. I just think the environment in the coaching staff, and again, McDaniels is such a good offensive coordinator, he's going to Mac Jones and he's saying, you want to be Brady in this offense? You want to be what Tom was? Here's what you have to do. Here's how you're Tom in this offense. Mm-hmm. And Max, Max doing flawless job. All he has so to far. do is listen to what Bill Belichick says. This guy doesn't really have And McDaniels. I'm telling and you, McDaniels. McDaniels is a huge part of this equation. He's a great quarterback's guy. He's a great offensive coordinator. The whole system is perfect in New England. And that's why I have him at number seven. Yeah. Half a game behind the Bills. I would be sweating if I, I was a Buffalo I fan. Would, I mean, they still have to play twice. Let's yeah. not forget. Yeah. Those games are going to be, both of them must watch. Must watch matchups once we get them on our TV. I also think it's hilarious that we had the Super Bowl in September this year with Patriots and Buccaneers, and everybody was like, "Oh, this is so fun!" But we won't see this later. We could <laughs> see the, we could see this later now. This also with Mac Jones coming to New England, this keeps Bill Belichick there for a lot Long longer time. than yeah. I think people were expecting. And I think Bill be. wants to be there for a while too. Yes. Now that he has his guy again, now he has another guy. I think he's going to say, why should I leave? And I know I can win with him. Before him. you give me your number seven, one last note, I think that they have the next coach anyway. I think McDaniels is just going to slide so? in, and that means sti- and even Patricia when Bill— will stay on as decoy. Even when Bill leaves, stability is going to reign there. Mm-hmm. So, All right, moving on to my number seven team. We just talked about them at length because they were your number, what, 18? 
uh, the Tampa Bay the Bucks, Buccaneers. So we have the Patriots and Bucks flipped. We do. Uh, so the future Super Bowl matchup we have. We flipped. do. I, I mean, what can you say? Two bad losses, but again, this is what Tom Brady does. Tom Brady's going to slip up on the regular season. And he's going to torture. He wants us to doubt him, right? And he's going to torture you in the postseason. He wants us to be exactly. like they're done. He's too old. Like, he 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 got blown out by the Kansas City Chiefs. Tried to come back against them in the regular season. Guess what he did against them in the postseason. It's just, Blew it's, them just out. What, it's just what he does. So he I, lost I, two games gonna, to know, the Saints in the regular season, right. and then he beat him in the playoffs. Right. Like, and then it wasn't even a competition, really. We said the closest game for Brady in the playoffs last year was Heineke, the, dude. The it's Washington the only guy that plays him tough. Card, right? He can't right. handle Heineke. It's it's the it's, it's like his kryptonite. Manning. Yeah, it's like Eli Manning. And oh Taylor my God, Heineke. it's the new Eli. You're right. Yeah. So I got Tampa Bay. Uh, number seven for me, not falling too far down because I just have too much faith in Tom Brady. Number six for me, you might think I'm putting them away too high, but I got the Kansas City Chiefs jumping all the mm. way back into I number six. I was hesitant to put them that high, but give me one more week where they torch it. I mean, let's be honest, on that game was close against the Vegas Raiders, right? For a time. And then, for a brief time. And then all of a sudden, it's what? The final score is what? 41, 41 17. To f- whatever. That's what they do. That's what we're used to the Chiefs doing. Right. Though, that's something like, we haven't seen out of them basically all year long. It's like you got to play perfect football, and then if they get those two scores in a row because you had to punt, it's like, good lord, good, good lord. Luck. It's like, stop. Can you please like time out? Like you good guys luck. are just killing us right now. So they put up forty-one points. The offense looks back. I said it on our shows on Monday. If you caught that. It's all about the screen game with them, too. They, mm-hmm. they got so many good athletes after the catch with Kelsey screens and Hill screens and Williams screens out of the backfield. That's where they're their best. And, you know, with Mahomes, he's got to relax a little bit. There were still a couple of throws in that Vegas game that worked, especially the Daryl Williams the touchdown. Williams, that was all should not have worked Williams. out. That should not have worked out. No, it's that absurd that that play Williams. works out. But he's got to relax a little bit on those. He's got to take the underneath stuff more. Dump it off. Watch some Aaron Rodgers. Don't push it down the field all the time. Throw it away. Dump it off two yards to your running back. Live to fight another day if you're Patty Mahomes. I love the fact that he's so improvisational and it's kind of an effort. I'm just going to throw it down there. And that helps every once in a while. I mean, and you need it. That was an throw because he's at the line of scrimmage. His 90% of his body is above it, and he's he's doing that thing where he jumps in the air and throws the Such ball. Such awareness to know where the line of scrimmage is, too, off the charts. But just tone it back a little bit. I'm not saying don't do that at all. Just maybe relax some, Pat. But I think this team is going to be back on track. And ever since Melvin Ingram showed up, the defense has been playing a lot better. Son of a Bitch. Yeah, I just hate that guy. I hate that. I, re- I really hate right, that let's guy. Let's not spend too much time because we both hate that guy. Six for me is the Kansas City Chiefs. Six for me is the L.A. Rams. Uh, yeah, these these guys have made more moves than any other NFL team. They will go from the year, what is it, 2017 until the year 2023 without a first-round pick. Unless somehow they sell a piece and they get a first-round pick back. This team makes moves. And they don't need first-round picks. No, they, they have the talent. It's just they're not getting the wins. And especially on the same week of which your division leader, the Arizona Cardinals, got blown out against the Carolina Panthers. This was your opportunity to say, I'm going to stack a division win to have potentially a tiebreaker over the Cardinals and then be tied with them for the division lead. It's not going to happen. Nope. You also lose uh, – 
Robert Woods for the season. Ro- well, no, I mean, I mean, you also lose the game. You lose against a divisional opponent. You lose Robert Woods for the season. We'll see just how bad that is for you, given OBJ's production. But come on, I mean, you 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 could have you could have done this. Not only did you lose to a divisional opponent, you lost to the Niners, who had gone over. 365 days without a home win. Yeah, they lost seven straight home games until that. How is that possible? So, the one thing I'll say, too, is in their, they got five losses, so they're they're back in the division. But you not only lost that game to the Niners, you breathed life into the Niners as well. Again, right. they're pretty far back you in the division, but they're last, right in the wild card You race. asked me on our last Fireside Friday, Tom, is this a back-against-the-wall type of game for the Niners do they look at this as a must-win to keep themselves alive in the playoff race? I said no because I said that game already happened for them. But now they're sitting at 4-5 and five with a key divisional win against the L.A. Rams. They could find ways to keep things interesting. And the easily. teams in front of them, Carolina, Minnesota. I, I, might, I, take, I might take a healthy San faith. Francisco. Yeah, I have far less faith than those teams compared to San Francisco. Number five, as we work our way into the top five for myself, I got the Buffalo Bills. The Bills took care of business this week. Um, Granted, not in amazing Bills fashion to start, but then just like the Chiefs did against the Raiders, poured it on down the stretch. Um, It was a 17-3 game at halftime, and then it was 45-17 at the end of the football game. Mike White who said before the game he thought he should have been a first-round pick. Actually, he might have said he should have been the number one overall pick. Either way, very ridiculous to say that and then throw four interceptions in the game. That's looking really fifth-round pickish, Mike White, which is exactly where you were taken. Uh, Bills, uh, this is the thing with the Bills, though. I can't put them any higher than number five despite getting this kind of win. A, you just lost to the Jaguars, so I'm still a little mad at you. But B, you're really dog-walking the bad teams. You're not beating the good teams, Damn. though, like you should be. Like th- That's what the Bills have done. I-, I know they had the big win against the Chiefs, but the Chiefs weren't really the Super Chiefs like we saw last week in that game. But, you know, they're, they're, when they play teams that are good, they get into fights, the Bills do. And when they play bad teams, they mostly beat them by a lot, the Jaguars game excluded. But, yeah, I, I got to see this team play a really good, good football team and come out on top again I, I know they got the win against the Chiefs don't yell at me through your 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 radios or your speakers right now but I want to see it again from the Bills and like we said they're going to get two of them at least with right. the Patriots I was on just their schedule go in that so. direction we know they're playing the Patriots still remaining twice on their schedule uh I don't know what the rest of their schedule looks they like. they got the I Colts think. coming up uh this week then they go to New Orleans Colts are kind of hot right now they are and then they go to New Orleans for Thanksgiving night be a fun little Thanksgiving matchup. Oh, that's interesting for a Thanksgiving night game. And then they have the Patriots at home. The Monday night against the Patriots and at home. And then after that, a week later, they have the Buccaneers on the road. Tough. Panthers. Maybe the Panthers are waking up now, yeah. but I think the Bills win that game. You get the Patriots And again. then you get the Patriots, but that one's in Gillette. So right. got to take— it's a, it's a cakewalk for them the last two weeks, Falcons-Jets. Yeah, they'll stack those two wins. It's all about being in a really good spot to get those two wins, though, and maybe— right. Extend it. If you have 11 wins getting into that last stretch, that's perfect for the Buffalo Bills. Um, but they're my number five team. Totally fair. I'll get to them a little bit later. My number five team is the Arizona Cardinals. Talking about teams that just did not take care of business, not only did they were they not able to beat a lesser Carolina team, they got embarrassed, Tom. The final score of this game was like, what, 
38-13 to 13 or something like that in favor of the Panthers. That should have been the score in favor of the Fal- – uh, in favor of the Falcons. The Cardinals. In favor of the Cardinals. This team puts up 35, 38 points every single week. There's no reason they couldn't do that against Carolina. And it was Cam Newton who had the who had the shining moment today – or on Sunday, rather. Crazy moment for him, right? On that first touchdown run of his, taking the helmet off, screaming, I'm back, I'm back. I don't know if you're back. I don't know if you're going to be great. We'll see, Cam. But just a cool moment to have for sure. And then to go on and win that game, especially in the dominating fashion of which you did. Final score of that game, just to check, 34-10. to 10. I mean, yes, the Cardinals were without Kyler Murray, but that wasn't a problem for them a week ago when they pulled out, what was it, 50 points, I think, last week? Maybe 40. It was... No, I didn't. It they, was 31, 31. Yeah, they didn't the score 49ers. that much. But still, I mean, a good week for them to – a good week for them without Kyler Murray against a better defensive team in the 49ers to only put up 10 against the Panthers at home. Panthers are good at defense. That's – don't sleep on the Panthers' all right, defense. All right, all right. But still, but I you got to beat them at home. I did not see this loss coming at all for the Cardinals. No, but everybody in the league has that one, right? Like everyone in the league right now has that. What the hell was that? Why did they lose right, that football course, game? Some some teams have it twice over. I know. So it's like just the, the nature of 2021. The Steelers tied the Lions. The Steelers lost to the Raiders. The Steelers lost to the Bengals at home. Can't be doing that. Number yeah, so that's that's their big that's their big questionable loss in the season because their only other loss is against a really good team in the Green Bay Packers, who you and I both have much higher on this list. But for me, Cardinals, it's their first, and eh, what was that kind of loss, so that's why they dropped a little bit farther for me. Number four, I got Jared Jones and them Dallas Cowboys. As do I. At number four, yep. what a terrible loss they had to the Broncos just a week ago. But, my God, there's not a better way to erase <laughs> that from our minds than beating the Falcons 43-3. to that's the offense we expected from Dallas. That's the defense we kind of expect from Dallas as well. Yeah, Trayvon Diggs back on track with another another interception. Now that's a guy who's really in the deploy play conversation as well. Just right. it's an absurd amount of interceptions he's had, and a couple of them he's already brought back and to the house. In his year, Tom, he has eight. Something Troy Palomalo never did. Troy had a little tough go of it his rookie season. He he saying, woke I, I up think later. Troy's but... career high in his season was seven. He's amazing. Uh, Trevon Diggs for the Cowboys, but and Micah Parsons has been a hell of a player too, that rookie from Penn State. But it's all about Dak and that offense, and I think Dak just had a little bit of rust. He had to work himself back into game shape in that Denver game. Uh, I think this team's going to continue to roll. The East is already locked up for them, yeah, and, and they're firmly, firmly in the mix for that number one overall seed. Still, still think they can get to the Super Bowl. Great. NFL matchup this Sunday as the Cowboys go to Arrowhead to face off against the Chiefs. I don't know what it is, but take the over in that game. Offense you galore. Better. Offense galore. Especially now with Kansas City back on offense track. Back with on their track. Offense. It's I hope it's like a forty four to forty one football game. Even though Dallas has a good defense, I still want to see a lot of points. I do too. And the Chiefs have a great defense now with Melvin Ingram. So that's not we're not talking about that guy. We hate that guy. Moving on, my number three team, you mentioned them already. Four. Don't jump no, in. No. My number four team was also Dallas. Oh, that's right. I forgot we were simpatico. My number three team, I'll go first here. We already touched on them a little bit earlier. Buffalo Bills took care of business. And again, this is a weekly power rankings. They smoked, smoked, smoked the New York Jets. So I'm going to give them credit here. Keeping them in the top five, moving them all the way up to my number three. 
for this week could be easily changed in the coming weeks when they play against the Patriots, they play against the Buccaneers. But right now, they're sitting firmly at my number three. My number three is the Arizona Cardinals. Mm. Uh, I give them a bit of a pass because of the Colt McCoy thing. I I think they can get away with Colt McCoy one week, but you're asking a lot when it's back-to-back weeks and when he has to play an extended amount of time and teams can really start to look at what he did in that game against the the Niners and be like, we can stop this. It's a good defense in Arizona, too, and they allowed 31 points from Carolina. First time Cam Newton is playing with this Carolina offense since week two of 2019. Well, it was really P.J. Walker who they gave up a lot of the Mm -hmm. yardage to, and Cam Newton just finished off the drives for them, but hey, you still got to get those last two yards, and Cam certainly did that successfully for the Panthers. But uh, again, I I think the Cardinals deserve to be in this spot, but out of all the teams we mentioned in the top five, even extending to the Chiefs, the Patriots, the Bucks, the Rams, and the Ravens all the way down, Cardinals are the one I have the most trouble trusting just yeah, because right. they're the Cardinals. Like it's that's of the logo. Yeah, exactly. Don't, I don't, and, don't trust that logo. And the Bills logo too has yeah. some boogeymen in their closet, but for whatever reason I just have more trust in them. It's because of I think right now Josh Allen's the better overall quarterback. Kyler Murray's a you don't you don't see that kind of quarterback, Kyler Murray, the mobile, smaller guy winning Super Bowls. Yet it's coming. Yeah, though. yeah it could it's happen. coming. Uh, Russell Wilson too. I guess you could put in that category. But I, I think we, moving on. I, I think bet we're split. I bet we're an opposite here. Really? I don't think we are the same. You have Titans number one. I do. Wow. I have the Titans wow. as the number one team in football. Wow. Six game winning good streak. Good for you, Tom. No, good for you. I mean, a big defensive performance for them to to disallow that two point conversion by the Saints to tie it up at the end of the game. To lock in that 23-21 win. But, wow. In a league that is so drunk as the 2021 NFL, and the Titans have had their drunk moments. They lost to the Jets. Six straight wins in that kind of consistent play over the past month and a half. I got to put them at number one. They're the only only team presenting me with some consistency Mm -hmm. in this league over the past month. They won that game without Derrick Henry and Julio Jones. And A.J. Brown was essentially a non-factor. They're a, men- like, they're a mentally tough, well-coached football really team. Mike Vrabel. I mean, they got a but, diamond in the – I mean, no one knew that Mike Vrabel was going to be that good of a head coach. No, but he has been phenomenal. And like I said, it's a throwback. You know, they're a right. physical, tough football team. But that would mean my number two team is the Green Bay Packers. My number one team being the Packers. 17 to nothing victory over the Seahawks. They took care of it. I mean, not – Taking care of business because that would imply that the Seattle's a, a far worse team, but it's well, Russell Wilson, Wilson had back. pins in his hand when he was sure. The that's like. fair. I mean, you could have seen better out of the Seahawks, but still, I mean, it's a seventeen. It's the it's the worst start for the Seahawks since the Russell era. Russell Wilson era started in Seattle, and just a, a good win to have after. When you were without Aaron Rodgers two weeks ago, you lost thirteen to seven against the Chiefs. I mean, yeah, I, I, I just think that if the, Aaron Rodgers plays in that game, there's no way Green Bay loses that game. Biggest thing the Packers have going for them this year, I think that defense is for real. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great defense in this NFL, and I think the Chiefs absolutely woke up last week against the Raiders. But I think the reason why they didn't wake up a week prior to the Packers had a little bit to do with how good that Packers defense is mm-hmm. and played a great game in Arrowhead Stadium. So 
I think Rodgers is one of his best defenses he's ever had. Obviously, he's got the playmakers and Adams, Jones, and A.J. Dillon's been a freak. Yeah, Dillon's he, passing Jones, honestly, on their depth well, chart. He's, first of all, Aaron Jones is now out for the next two weeks. With not injury. a big deal. Nope. Not a big deal because they've honestly been using A.J. Dillon a little bit more than Jones at times this year. Mm-hmm. So, And he, Mike, you want to talk about thighs that have been cut from the gods themselves. <laughs> A.J. Dillon, Dillon is a beefy dude. He's got some Saquon in him. You know what we I'm were, saying? We were talking about at the beginning of the year, Jamal Williams, who got traded from the Packers to the Lions, could have a big year as because he was a decent backup, but I think AJ Dillon's even better, oh. far better than Jamal Williams. AJ Dillon's a starter in my. I mind. think yeah, he should leave Green Bay because he's going to continue to just split carries with Aaron Jones. That Aaron Jones contract, maybe shouldn't have done it now. Mm. Maybe shouldn't have done it now. But who would have known AJ Dillon would have been right. this good? I don't think anybody could have. Uh, Packers go to Minnesota this week, so not they a, should win, but not a guarantee there. It's the week following where you got to tune in. It's Rams Packers in Lambeau. I got the Packers in that game. I got the Packers in that game too, but it's still two of your top NFC teams. And the NFC team. The Titans welcome the Texans into Tennessee. So I think our top power ranking teams will probably stay the same. Packers, Titans, Titans, Packers. I think they're going to have two wins this weekend. Although that Packers Vikings game, it's the NFL. Who knows? Kirk Cousins has been playing really well this year. It's just not beat, just beat the Chargers for a change. It's not Kirk Cousins' fault that the Vikings are doing this. He's doing everything he possibly can. But that'll do it for this week's edition of the Power Rankings and this episode of the Steelers Standard. For Jacob Brecht, I'm Tom Opperman. Thanks as always for giving us a listen, and we'll talk to you guys next time.